the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Misha Dimitruk here, branch manager and senior loan originator at Essex Mortgage NMLS 694427. Joining you as always to keep you up to date on what's new and what's happening and the strategies available to you in real estate lending. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you would like to run a scenario past me, if you're having challenges getting through a scenario, or if you have stumped your local big box loan officer or credit union loan officer with a conundrum that they have not had the product that you need to get through, give me a call, 831-435-0385. And you can also email me, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. You can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, We have a great show today. We're going to start with last week's challenge. For those of you who are new to the show, we do a weekly challenge. And last week's challenge was about creating your budget for 2023. That generated a ton of calls. Most of you were really excited about the opportunity to put your paper to pen and nail down a budget. It was a good experience for some of you who had never done it before. And I had really a lot of good conversation about strategy of how to do it and to keep it fresh and to keep it a group thing. Um, I'm only going to share a couple of them with you, but I had a nice long conversation with Olivia, who's an executive admin in San Jose. And she said, you know, she she's a master at Excel and she has her budget absolutely dialed in. It includes holidays and graduations, upcoming weddings that they know about, um, birthdays. It has a contingency fund for things that they don't know that are coming. It has a per person celebratory limit and they grade the celebration, you know, a birthday party versus a graduation versus a wedding. Um, They have a three-month cushion of their monthly expenses saved, and they're always looking to find new ways to save on the things that they already spend. Now, the only drawback for Olivia, despite all of this intense organization, was that because it's all in a database, she's the only one who sees it. She is doing all of the emotional lifting there. So she feels like the money boss. And that is something that she's really looking for strategy on how to share that with her partner and create more of a family understanding of what's our budget? What do we spend? Um, You know, as her children get older, it is important to talk about finances. And we had a great conversation about the concept of sharing money values and debt values and the learning curve 
Uh, you know, she's come to be a parent during the time where online banking became a thing and her parents can't relate and her kids can't imagine what she did before she did online banking. So it's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to share. And it's a lot of real life skills that need to be brought to the table. And if you are managing them, as Olivia is on a database somewhere, and you are the only person who sees these numbers, probably by the light of computer glow in the late hours of the morning, uh, you know, you're, you're really the person who could benefit from sharing that with your partner, sharing that with your family, even in a high overview sort of, here's how much money we brought in, here's how much money went out. These are the costs of our electricity. These are the costs of our water bill. These are what we spent on groceries and bring everybody into the know on that. If you're looking to trim down your budget and save more money, having an honest conversation with everyone in your household about how everyone can participate is definitely something I encourage. Now, on the flip side, I had a really funny conversation with Nick from Santa Cruz. He says they have a whiteboard in their garage in a cabinet. They keep everything written on there. They have their housing expense, their mortgage payment taxes and insurance all written in there. Write it down when the premiums change in Sharpie and then remove it if, if it gets an update. And he and his wife have a once a month planning happy hour in the garage. And they go through all of their expenses. They go through unexpected bills. They talk about what's upcoming for them. And they set budgets on the things that they know they're going to need including time off, time away, vacations. He said they try to go on one vacation that doesn't cost them more than a campsite and one vacation where they really get to take off, you know, stay in a hotel, have somebody else do the laundry, um, you know, maybe go out to dinner a few times and that it's really important for he and his wife to be on the same page about it and have fun with it because it's really, he said, a, a foundation piece of making sure that they have a happy relationship and um, that nothing sneaks up on either of them and it isn't one person doing it or the other. So what I really wanted to highlight by bringing these two topics or these two people and the topics they presented to me is that there is no one size fits all. Coming up with your budget, how detailed your budget is and how you share that with the people that you share your life experience with is going to be just as personalized as all of the other aspects of your financial and personal life. It has to work for you or you won't use it. And if you don't have a budget that you're working with, if you're just paying anything that comes your way, spending whatever based on whatever it is that speaks to your heart and your mind or your wallet at the moment, you could find yourself in the position of not having comfort about your finances. And that's what the purpose of the budget is for, is to keep you on track, keep you understanding where things are, where your money goes, and is there something that you could be doing, incremental shifts even, that would help you put more money into savings opportunity. Now, whether that savings goes towards buying a house, whether that savings goes towards a future college fund for children, whether that savings goes towards paying off debt, whatever the situation may be, having a plan, having a path, and having something to follow is going to be your best friend when it comes to accomplishing your goals. And a, a good many of you said it was much harder to do their budget this time around than last year. And some people I spoke with last year and they were really excited to get their budget underway because they wanted to buy a house. And then when rates went up, they parked that concept. And some of them went out and said, can't get a house. I've been trying for two years. Never mind. I'm going to buy myself that nice new car. And they took on a big car payment. And yes, they have a 
fixed rate on their car payment, but now they're seeing the prices of houses come down. And they're wondering, well, gosh, did I just set myself up here because now I have this great car that I love, but I really would love to buy a house if the opportunity arises. And so a few of you, we had good conversation about what it's like to buy a house and coming up with that initial investment and how you get your foot in the door. There are some really solid and really valuable strategies that you can employ to minimize some of those costs. But the initial investment, the how much you are able to put down, that's usually the biggest hurdle, particularly for people in the Bay Area, because the amount of your rent that you're paying right now, your housing expense already is so high that having big savings is a challenge for a lot of people. So we fall back to, is there someone in our family? Is there someone in our life who can help us get our foot in the door? Is there an opportunity that we can leverage outside of ourselves if we've we don't have the ability within our own financial realm. And several people I had conversation with have parents, aunts and uncles, grandparents, who were really looking to help people get their foot in that door, proverbial door, but actually the real door too. And some of them were coming to me saying, my grandparents are moving in with my parents and I'd really love to buy their home, but I'm not quite there yet. I don't have a job that allows me to be where they are. What's the opportunity? And you know, everyone's telling me it's impossible. It's impossible. And I'm here to tell you, there are very few things that are outright impossible when it comes to home lending, even with rates the way that they are, even with the economy, the way that it is, there is a way to help you plan for what it is that you would like to do. It might take time, and it might take effort, and it might take contribution from outside your own financial realm, but it's absolutely something that I encourage every person to look at because once you have a plan, once you have that path in front of you, you know the steps that you're going to take in order to achieve that goal, and you can see the milestones as you hit them. Um, this is the time of year that people go out, and in lots of stores, they have donations being asked for, and they'll see that thermostat. And the line goes up the more donations they receive. I absolutely encourage all of our listeners, when they have a financial goal, set themselves up with that same type of gauge so that you can see yourself visually achieving the goals that you set out to. And you can begin being excited about how you are making change in your own life for your own benefit. And have that conversation with your friends and family, with the people that you know that would support you. The holidays are not a terrible time to talk about what your future goals and plans are. And there's never a bad time to, I think, to have open and honest conversation about finances, about the future, about your aspirations. You know, as a person in the world, there's a lot that is negative that could drag you down. And conversations uh, in, in family settings during the holidays can quickly become something that you want to change the subject to. So talking about hopes and dreams is usually not something that someone wants to change the topic of. And particularly if you relay to those who might be skeptical of your ability that you have a past, that you have a plan, or that you have someone at least that you're talking to that's going to help you get to those stages. And even if you're in the, the infant stage of your goal or your dream ideas, it's not too early to reach out and get an understanding of where you are. That brings me all the way back around to formal pre-approval. We are seeing interest rates still hovering in the lower sixes range, 
which is a, a pretty good improvement from where they were uh, just a few, few short weeks ago, albeit they're still higher than where they were last year. But rates are higher and prices are coming down. We're going to see a shift here in the market and a correction, as a lot of people would say, course correction. As the market slows down, the prices are coming down. Sellers are not getting as many hundreds of thousands over their list price as they were getting this time last year. The competition is way less. So if you are in the position where you are looking at the prospect of potentially even buying a home next year, the coming months, even if you're looking at just figuring out how you get there, it's not too soon to get pre-approved. Pre-approval is free. There's no cost associated with this. It is your time and the time and energy of the loan originator that you work with to review all of your information. Allow them to do a credit pull. Understand exactly where you're at with your credit score, with your credit history, with your debt management, with, with your income. Qualifying income is not just always what's on your pay stubs. And what you can use in a transaction may require expert understanding to be able to relay back to you. If you're new to bonus or commission or overtime, that might be a challenge in using that in your qualification. You want to have that reviewed in advance because putting that information into an online calculator, if you don't know you can use it, is going to set you up for failure. So allow the professionals to walk you through this process. I promise you, it is a great experience to go through. Lots of people relay. It's nerve wracking. It's tense because they don't know. And then they find out and then they create a plan and they take one step, one step, one step until they have made their way down this path to their new home. And it's something every professional here at Essex Mortgage looks forward to the opportunity to do for you. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Mortgage Matters with Nusha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. Well, interesting to hear the market updates in the middle of this show. For any of you who are just listening, they're talking about inflation. And it's definitely one of those topics that is mind-boggling to some and frustrating to others. And the indication that they're going to continue to raise rates to stifle inflation is a, a challenge for a lot of us because the concept here is that they're going to make things life for most Americans more expensive in order to send financial crippling throughout the market so that people stop spending so that they can point back and say, see, spending is down. Inflation is now lower. Supply and demand are coming more into balance. And then they can, again, relieve some of that high rate tension by bringing rates down to stimulate the economy and get people out spending again. So if you find yourself in the position where you're frustrated by the current market, here's what I can tell you about real estate. Historically, real estate is a long-term investing strategy and the ability for you to capture a property at a specific price point and watch that price gain over time Taking into consideration the market ups and downs that happen is what real estate is really designed for. Long-term investing means there's going to be times of boom and times of bust and the ability for you to maintain an upward trajectory on your assets value 
is a, is a win. If you watch the stock market, you're you're usually watching that the little line drop up and down and it moves erratically every single day. And the same is true about your home's value or any home's value. And the same is true about your credit score. It fluctuates on a daily basis based on a lot of different pieces. But real estate only has value twice. When you buy and when you sell, everything else is perception. And so if after you've purchased a property, the value of your property online goes down, but you're not selling the property, does that impact you realistically? No, it doesn't. If your property's value goes up after you've purchased and you're still not selling, does that really impact you? And again, the answer is no, not really. Now, tapping into your home's equity is dependent on value. And I've been having a lot of conversation with people who are looking at their debt beyond their housing expense, but debt that they've taken on while the prime rate was so low. They maybe leveraged um, independent loans, installment loans, personal loans, auto loans, credit cards, because borrowing money was so cheap. And because rates moved so quickly, and because rates moved so dramatically, there are a lot of people who are just now coming to the realization that their debt is costing them a lot more. If you look at your credit card statements, you're likely to see a giant shift in the interest rate being charged to you. So people are coming back and saying, while values are still high, I'd like to look at a home equity line of credit in order to pay off that high interest debt and get it all under a manageable payment that I can navigate for the foreseeable future. And it's definitely something that is advisable for some because the amount of monthly savings that they achieve by rolling all of that debt into a home equity line of credit is astronomical. When, you know, if you consider people paying in the, the high 20s in interest rates on their credit cards, and they might be paying in the nines and tens on a home equity line of credit. And the opportunity is absolutely there for them to save on that giant interest rate savings. So if you are in that position, it's not detrimental to take a look at your long-term financial strategy. We talk about monthly manageability a lot in this industry and not getting so hung up on the big numbers, but definitely the numbers uh, that you are paying on debt in terms of percentage, if you have $100,000 in other debt, credit cards, installment loans, auto loans, and you're paying double or even more than what a home equity line would require you pay, take a look at that honest savings because the ability is there for you. And looking at your smart leveraging, meaning you've leveraged an asset that allows you to afford cheaper financing than what you had on those credit cards, the installment loans, and all of the debt combined, and the opportunity to have a rainy day slush fund. For some people, because borrowing money has been so cheap, they were not so much concerned about having cash stores. And now the concept is, gosh, I really wish I had more cash savings. Even for those looking to hold on to their cash, not pay down so much to their debt so that they have the ability to capitalize on future investments. The market is going to turn here into a position where those who have cash flexibility are going to capitalize. And in all downturn, and I'm calling this a downturn, even if it is more like an 
a leveling or an equalizing market, all opportunities are available if you have cash flexibility. I had a conversation with an intended buyer who's looking to purchase an investment property. And even though rates are higher, the real conundrum was saving enough money for the down payment. And that's a piece that he's looking at tapping into all the sources of funding that he has and coming up with a creative strategy to help him achieve that goal. So part of it was we need to lessen his monthly expense by looking at his current debt and how do we mitigate some of that high interest debt and manage it differently so that he can make and qualify for this next acquisition because he sees the benefit of being able to capture a property. In California, when you purchase, the taxes are based on your purchase price. So this lessening of purchase price is definitely going to help some people in the long run. If you want more on this or if you're interested in how you could qualify, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Nisha, and we'll be back in just a few. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, let's talk about some changes coming to the loan environment. There's a loan limit that people should be aware of. The national conforming loan limit is increasing to $726,200. Now, that means across the country, the loan amount can go up to that that point, $726,200, which is a a sizable jump. For our market and for the majority of the Bay Area, this is on a county-by-county basis, the new conforming loan limit will be $1,089,300. That means you can take out a loan of up to $1,089,300 in just about every county around that touches the Bay and still be in a conforming loan. There's some dramatic differences when we talk about conforming loans. And then above that is a jumbo loan. Conforming loans and primary residence do not require that you show months of reserves in the bank that you're not utilizing in a transaction. They have less stringent requirements for qualification just across the board. When you surpass these numbers, regardless of the county that you're in, you're looking at jumbo lending. And jumbo loans are what we see as a very normal process here in the Bay Area, but nationally, it's a very small number of people who actually achieve jumbo loans. And so the restrictions are much higher. They will require months of reserves. Depending on your credit score, they may require as many as 18 months reserves, meaning principal interest taxes and insurance of your projected payment being held somewhere that you have access to in the bank, not being used in a transaction. You might be able to tap into some of your retirement funds, but because you don't have, if you're not of retirement age, you don't have access to all of them. If you are in the position where you're looking at jumbo lending, there is a wide variety of these additional layering aspects of risk that come into play that require deeper qualification. It's not just your credit score with jumbo lending. It really also is your credit history. And oftentimes I run into clients who are uh, have great credit scores, but they underutilize debt because they make sizable amounts of money. And so they find themselves in the position of not having enough depth of credit, meaning they don't have the minimum, which for most jumbo investors is three open and active trade lines at all times. And that's shocking for them because they might have an 800 credit score. 
but they really only have one, maybe an American Express that they ever use. And the rest of it, they just don't bother with because they pay cash. So having these loan limits by county is really indicative of where the market was. It's not a sign of where the market is necessarily going. I think because of where we're looking at as far as prices coming down, and only time will tell, we may be looking at a decline in these loan limits come next year. But beginning now, and as long as we're closing in the beginning of the year, we have the ability to capitalize on larger loan amounts with lesser requirements. If you don't understand how that applies to your specific set of circumstances, or if you've been told that you have to have a loan amount that falls under a specific limit, please reach out and make sure you understand how these new loan limits might impact your buying power and might open doors of opportunity for you. There's definitely people out there that were looking at tapping into their retirement accounts in order to get to that bigger purchase price. Now that values are coming down some, they're seeing that opportunity as being available to them to not have to touch that nest egg and being able to buy. And with a larger loan amount, with a conforming loan limit, they don't have to have that reserve requirement. I know of at least two clients that immediately I went to and said, okay, great. Now you don't have to put as much money down in order to qualify. You don't have to have as much in reserve because you'll have flexibility of using a conforming loan limit. It changed the parameters of their shopping and it reinvigorated their ability to make an acquisition. Now they're just trying to figure out when is the right time to buy. And in conversation with all buyers, what I hear right now is they want to make sure that they're just getting a good deal. They don't want to be on the tail end of sellers making the biggest dollars and uh, at the buyer's disadvantage. And so a lot of times we're having conversation about, you know, how long has this property been on the market? How much competition do they have to have? Is this really the only one for you? Is there something else out there that might be in a better price position that you could improve or make yours over time? And the cost effectiveness of each move is being weighed more carefully. If your realtor is not having this conversation with you, if your lender is not having this conversation with you, please give me a call and give me the opportunity to walk you through the opportunities available to you and the benefits of having more than one opinion on the matter. I'm definitely here to help. And uh, it doesn't mean necessarily that, you know, I have to waylay where you're at. I just might be able to provide you with additional strategy to be successful where you are. We are going to take another break and we'll be back in a few. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Oh, right. Investors, do you own investment properties? Are you thinking about investing in real estate? Are you watching the stock market and wondering where did all your investments go? Did you have a bunch of money in crypto that if you had just drawn out, you might find yourself in a happier cash position? I hear this a lot. And the benefit of investing in real estate is it's something tangible. You can walk over and put your hand on it. And in the Bay Area, you are very likely to achieve a greater rate of growth, even at our average, which the Bay Area on average was 11% market appreciation year over year, where the national average was only four. Even if we take these last years of historic growth off the table and don't include them, 
in the calculations, the 11% year-over-year growth is, for many people, a bigger win on their investments than they receive over decades of time. And the stability of that is built into our housing crunch, and it's just not going anywhere. If you are a renter, you know the challenge of trying to find a viable rental and how many of your closest friends and neighbors are competing for that same property. So for the investors out there, or the potential investors out there, it's definitely a time to create your own strategy and being certain about what your power is and what your power play is, how you can smartly leverage properties you have now, or how you can leverage assets. There are flexible lending options for investors. In fact, more flexible lending options than for those buying primary residences. And that's because there's no such requirement as qualified mortgage. Qualified mortgage is proof that we have documentation that your earnings and income can cover all of your expenses. Now, for some people, they say, well, isn't that why the market crashed before? And the answer to that is no. Obviously, there's a lot of liability built into these types of loans. And people are looking very closely at is the value of the collateral, the house there to begin with? Does the intended rent on that property cover itself? And if not, what are that investor or that borrower who's taking out the money? What are their other conditions? What else do they have in their arsenal should times turn on them? And what we find is that there are a greater instance of investors who are making more money now because they've had the ability to capitalize on borrowed funds. With the expansion of a lot of different options to allow investors to get their foot in the door. Now, I, I touched on it earlier in, in talking about the client who was looking to acquire their mother's property. And it, it's an investment property loan. The person that I spoke to will not be living at this property as of yet. But the ability to acquire a property by getting a loan with a gift of equity, meaning that there's enough value in the property that they can forego some of the proceeds and gift that to the intended buyer and the required reserves, investment properties typically have a minimum of six months reserves on the principal interest tax and insurance. The ability to receive a gift on all of those factions really means that if you qualify to carry the payment on an investment property, and these investors are allowing you to utilize up to 75% of the projected rent determined by the appraiser, market rent, in order to offset that payment, it's actually a very small piece of it that is being attached to the individual borrower's income because they're going to be receiving rent from the property and they're going to have the ability to make that monthly payment. So the flexibility of allowing someone to gift the equity means no down payment. The ability to gift reserves means they don't have to have a huge set of assets that just sit or are available to them in order to qualify for this loan. Additionally, there are debt service loans that take the credit score of the borrower, six months reserves, and the property's ability to cover its own self in expenses, meaning the projected rent is going to cover that in full. Some investors have a factor where they say, as long as the rent covers 85% of the rent, you're fine. Some of them will offer a higher interest rate saying, we don't need evidence 
that this property will cover its own rent. And those are the particular types of loans that allow people to buy vacation rentals that maybe in a long-term rental scenario would not show that they earn enough money to be able to pay for itself. But because it is a short-term or vacation rental and with a proven track record of earnings, they have the ability to buy this property with leveraging instead of just having to pay cash. It's definitely an opportunity out there for people to look at. It gives them, again, a tangible asset that they can sell and gives them the ability to earn a, a, a really good return on their money and manage that property effectively. And even if we went back to the gaining 11% year-over-year market appreciation, it's still 11% solid return. And your long-term investment strategy means that as you continue to pay down your loan, you will have the benefit of having more equity in that property, which means if you sell it or leverage it otherwise, you still have more money available to you there to go for maybe yet again, another investment property or some other type of investing strategy for you and your family's benefit. This is how legacy in finance is built and how real estate empires are compounded is leveraging smartly. If you're looking to understand how you can smartly leverage for your own benefit, if you have not been formally pre-approved, now is the time to look at this so you know where your play is for 2023. 831-435-0385 is my phone number, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. We'll be back in just a moment with this week's challenge. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area, as many of you who listen to the show know, this is my favorite segment. The reason being, it gets you to call me and tell me how this show is impacting you, what it is that I'm sharing is bringing to your life, what I can do to bring more to your life, how I provide information that generates buzz and idea. And so this challenge for this week is going to be for you to challenge me. Give me a call. Let me know what type of scenario you're looking at. Do you have a complex situation? Do you not have a path? Do you not have a plan? Have you not had the initial conversation? Have you had initial conversation, but you just didn't get anywhere? I really enjoy the opportunity to hear what it is that people are, are going through. And I have a multitude of realtors that have called me over the course of this show's history and in the last few years. And they said, I've, I've spoken with every other lender uh, that I know, and I, I, they couldn't figure out anything. And we came up with a strategy for every single client. Now, it doesn't mean that you can immediately buy. For some people, it means there has to be a plan of attack and there has to be some fact finding before we can actually make those leaps and bounds that we need to in order for you to achieve your dreams. But for some people, it was just having someone who thought differently about the entire prospect of buying and what got brought to the table in terms of flexible lending options and understanding all of the abilities within the market. There, I say it all the time, there's a vast array of lending opportunity out there. And it's really about the person that you're working with. Do they know that these options are available to you? Do they have access to them? And can they articulate the variety of ways that these options might help someone buy? If your big box bank 
has given you no love. If you've gone to your credit union and they don't have the type of loans available that would allow you to purchase the home that you need, whether it's your primary residence or your investment property. If you haven't been provided with options or a path, if you've just been given a no, let's talk about what happened and what it is that was relayed was the reason behind it. Oftentimes, these last few years, I found that some originators were just looking for simple transaction. They weren't really dedicating themselves to the craft of digging in and finding the why and finding a how behind it because business was busy. And so that knowledge, that product knowledge and that depth of industry is not there for a good many people in the role of loan originator. There are definitely some outstanding loan originators here in the Bay Area who understand how to utilize all of the different options for each client's benefit. But you might not be getting to them if you just walk into your bank, if you just talk with your hairdresser, if you just talk with the bartender, they may not know all that's available to you. If you're just having a conversation with your financial advisor even, and they don't have mortgage as something that they actively and directly sell, you might not be getting the best and clearest picture of how you can achieve your real estate financing goals. And that's what myself and the professionals here at Essex Mortgage are bringing to you every single day, education on availability and options so that you make informed decisions that you feel good about and that you understand when the transaction's closed. We're still here doing our job, but you need to live with what it is you've done and you need to feel confident in what you've done because that's going to give you peace of mind in what you've achieved and how you move forward. And financial literacy in mortgage lending, in insurance, in investments, all of these pieces of your life that come together require that you get that information from someone. And if you're not being given that by the professionals that you're talking to, I ask that you step outside the box. Give me a call and we'll talk about it. 831-435-0385 is my phone number. M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. You can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Now, this show does rebroadcast tomorrow between 6 and 7 p.m. and Sundays from 3 to 4. But as always, you can reach out to me directly for your customized experience and some personalized information. If you find yourselves over the holidays meeting up with family and friends and the topic comes around to finance and the shift in the economy and a different way of thinking about it, I ask that you take a step back and look around at the generational difference of understanding of debt, of borrowing in, on the whole, of finances, who's willing to talk about it, who's not willing to talk about it, and who's really bringing to the table that light bulb for your whole family. Because in most families, there's one. And in my family, we call that the spoon in the family pot. And they generally stir up new thinking and new ideas. They're not always readily received as being something great. But it's stimulating conversation and it's really trying to get everyone to a better position. And so that's a great opportunity to talk about how you are going to change some sort of generational piece. I have a lot of conversation with people who say their parents are not okay with them taking money out of their retirement account in order to help them. They would rather them wait and inherit whatever money is available. I have clients that say they have parents who are afraid to downsize because they don't know where they would go 
because the housing shortage is so intense and they, they don't want to find themselves being stuck. And so they have a house that's being deferred, the maintenance on, and they're not able to manage it. They, I have one set of clients who called and said they have a whole second story that their parents can't use because they aren't able to navigate the stairs anymore, but they're just too afraid to make a shift because they own their house free and clear right now and they don't want to do anything else, but they have no money and they have no cash flexibility and their life is definitely suffering. So keep your ear to those conversations and understand that you have an ability as maybe the family spoon to help people get to a better financial position by getting smarter about the options that are out there and helping people look out for our seniors, keep, keep an eye on them, make sure they're not turning their heat down this time of year in order to save money, make sure they're not scrimping on groceries in order to survive during these inflation times. It's really important that as a community, we take stock in what the people we love are up to. And it's not necessarily a busybody and it's not necessarily nosy if you ask questions and pay attention, but there's an opportunity to help all the people by giving out information that's pertinent to their needs. So I absolutely encourage you to reach out to me with those conundrums and let's see if we can find solutions for our greater cause. Be well and stay healthy Bay Area as always. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.